good morning, everybody. So, um, Neil normally shares a joke at the start of his sermons, but I do not have the personality to carry off joke telling in public. So, I'm outsourcing this to Peter. So, he's going to come and get through our jokes. Yep. Hey, buddy, hang on. How do you hot? How do you hide? Oh, hang on, hang on. Is the light annoying? Yeah. Do you want to look at the back wall? Yeah. Okay. I, I want people to see me there. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, hang on. Hang on. If I stand here. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you hide in the desert? Camouflage. Very good. <laughs> Have you got another one? Yep. How do you fight a dinosaur? How, how do you invite? A dinosaur for dinner. T-Wex? <laughs> Have you a last one? Yeah. Finally, but not least, why was Banana Man ill? Know. He was not peeling well. Well done. Thank you. Right, you get something from the treats bag. Right, you choose a treat. Okay, have I got slides, Andrew? Or Sean? Okay. So in our series on Sunday mornings, um, for the past number of months, we have been thinking about three words that begin with the letter T. So today I am talking about talents, but can any of the kids remind me of the other two T's? Put your hand up. What were the other two T's we've been talking about? Ethan, do you know? Hmm? No, no, not talk. No. If the grown-ups can't help you, then we have a problem. Yeah, and what else? Come on up and get a sweet, Ethan. Yeah? Treasure, yeah, you come and get a sweet as well. Okay, time, tre yeah, okay, Neville, you come and get a sweet as well. <laughs> Thank you, boys. Okay. I went a bit over the top in the shop, boys and girls, so just... Keep paying attention and you should all be able to get something this morning. So time, treasure and talents, okay? So um, two weeks ago, if you think back, Amy introduced this topic of talents to us and I'm going to continue on with that today. Um, and to help me, I have um, got my friend Eliza. Where is she? She's going to come and read to us our scripture. Above all, maintains constant love for one another. Since love covers a multitude of sins, be hospitable to one another without complaining. Just as each one has received a gift, use it to serve others as good stewards of the varied grace of God. If anyone speaks, let it be. As one who speaks God's words... If anyone serves, let it be from the strength of God provides, so that God may be glorified throughout Jesus Christ in everything. To him be, be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Point of applause for Eliza. Can you get a sweet turn? Get a sweet from the back. Okay. Andrew, this isn't working wherever he went to, so we should have all been able to read that. Um, 
we'll just go without it. Okay, so we're all going to say a verse together, but we can do that later, maybe. Okay. So thank you, Eliza, for reading the verse today. So I have outsourced lots of the tasks of my talk today, which is kind of on theme, because not all of us have the same gifts and talents. For example, I cannot tell jokes in public. Um, I can't do things in a beautiful American accent. Um, I can't make slides, although apparently <laughs> Andrew can't make them work either. But um, I can tell jokes. Um, Would you like to take over, Brother Neville? <laughs> Are we working, Andrew? No. If you, even at the back, if you could move them along just as I'm talking, that would be great. Okay. So um, those scripture verses are really important, and I would encourage you all to have a wee read over them again um, later on. Um, but the first thing that I kind of want to talk about this morning in terms of our gifts and talents is this idea of comparison. So Amy introduced us to this a couple of weeks ago, but I really want to emphasize the point because comparison is very often an obstacle into utilizing our gifts and talents, okay? So have you ever heard the expression, if a fish gauged his worth by his ability to climb a tree, then he would live his whole life feeling useless? Do you get that? If a fish gauged his worth by his ability to climb a tree, he would live his whole life feeling useless. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Max. Exactly. A fish can't climb a tree. Do you want to come up for a sweetie? Come on up and get a treat. At least I know one person is listening. Good boy. Good boy. You choose something you like. So here we have a fish trying to climb a tree. He can't. So if he believed this was how worth was set and how his value was brought to the world, he would feel really quite useless. He would never even try to find his own gifts and talents. And what I, I hope you are seeing here is that our gifts and talents are the same. If we compare what we have, our gifts, our talents, how we use them with other people, then we can fall into the trap of feeling, well, I can't do that, then I am useless, I have nothing to give. And the reality is, as actually it's already been mentioned this morning, we're all created in God's image. So Paul um, intimated to that when he was speaking. He said, you're all created in God's image. So the gifts, the talents that are within you, God put them there. They are very unique. And so if we, if we take that as truth, and when we do believe, because that's what scripture, scripture teaches us, we're made in God's image, our gifts are unique to us. If we compare or we covet another person's gifts and talents, that is wrong. It is ungrateful. It is discontent spirit. And that's quite kind of harsh language, but when I was writing this, I thought, yes, that actually is true. It's like saying, God, no, I don't want what you've given to me. I want what he got. And we can easily fall into this trap. So it's very easy this morning to think, I would love to lead worship like David, or I would love to be a musician like Paul and Puma. I really wish I could do that. But there is a line between affirming them, and I do believe in words of affirmation and affirming their gifts, and crossing over to covetousness. That's a whole other sermon, I think, in itself. But I think we would all agree on the face of it, there is a line. So I would say, encourage David, say, that was great, you're gifted, I appreciate your gift. But don't covet what he got, because that's not for most of us. Okay? So perhaps the first step then in using our gifts and talents is naming, accepting, and embracing. And that's kind of what I want our theme to be today. Name, accept, embrace. 
And to do this, I'm going to introduce you to a Japanese concept called Ikigai. Has anyone ever heard of this? Okay. So Ikigai um, is a Japanese concept that says that if we pursue um, things for long enough and we search our own lives, we will find our reason for being. So if we could put up the diagram there, um, Sean. So Ikigai, according to the, this Japanese concept, it combines what you love, what the world needs, what you can be paid for, what you're good at, and the bit in the middle is your ikigai, that's your reason for being. So this model would be used for like in life coaching and things like that where people maybe want to work out what they should be doing with their lives and um, what decisions they need to make. So what I'm going to do is I have adjusted this to make it my own. So if I go to the next slide, Is that Sean or the Holy Spirit? <laughs> okay. So what's going to come up in a minute is a version of what I am calling spiritual ikigai. Right, this is not a real thing. It's completely from my head. So there are no books. And if you Google this, nothing will come up. Okay, so lower your expectations of that. But for this morning, this really helped me to see how our gifts and talents can be, first of all, named, embraced, and accepted. Okay, and if I, it helps me, I think it helps everyone else because we're all just normal people here. So in this, my version of spiritual ikigai, we have what burdens our heart, our skills and abilities as proven by evidence, the voice of wisdom of others confirming what we think. So that will be the Holy Spirit. It will be people around us that we trust. And then our physical, mental and emotional health and well-being being in a good place. Okay. So we're going to start at the top with what burdens our heart. And this is one where I feel a lot of us will have this in common because the reality is when you're um, walking in faith with Christ, um, when we have a heavenly father with a personal relationship, what burdens his heart, we pray, would burden ours. And that should be what we operate from. So injustice, oppression, um, poverty, like we're told to look after the widow and the orphan, all of those things, we're probably much on the same page. That would burden most of our hearts. So that's a very large scale. On a small scale, there are things right in front of us that do burden us. So if you were here last week, you heard Andrew talk about putting the, the words in different translations for different people and putting um, subtitles up for those who um, have hearing difficulty. And most of you, I know almost everyone here, most of you were going, oh, that's so good. Because in your heart, you are burdened by the fact that people maybe can't access worship in their own language. And most of us were going, that's so good. Because that burdens your heart. It burdens my heart, burdens Neil's heart. But the reality is, if we look at the diagram that's now gone, in terms of our skill set, I couldn't do anything about that. Neil would probably agree he couldn't do much about it either. But it does burden our hearts. So Andrew's the person who has the skills, as proven by evidence, because this is what he does for a living, that he can take the burden of his heart, use his skills, and then help people. And this, if you think about the individual area of where you're called to service, you can maybe see things where you see there's certain areas you don't have the skills, but you do have a burden. So maybe you could support the people doing that. And in other areas, you do have a very unique skill set. You have a very unique set of skills. If we go left to the voice of wisdom, here I want you to consider the Holy Spirit, scripture. For some people, it is dreams. It is um, prophetic word. For other people, it's just the people in your life who speak over you. 
So initially in my notes, I had written, you know, if you don't know what this is, you don't know what your talents are, just ask people around you this week. And I was writing the notes and I felt so convicted and I thought, Lila, that is so hard to do. Why are, like, have you ever done that in your life and you're telling the whole church to do it? So I did do it. I, I text a few, um, a variety of people. So people in my family who've known me for a long time, friends from a long time ago, new friends, people that I trust. And I just said, what are my gifts and talents? And it was the most awkward, vulnerable thing I've done in a long time. And I would say that I feel I'm a pretty confident person, but it was so awkward. And I thought, well, if I'm feeling awkward and I'm teaching you on this, then it's not that simple, is it? I know you're sitting there awkwardly going, I'm never going to walk up to somebody and say, what are my talents? Um, so I'm with you, and I wish I had a real solution to that. Other than my, my thinking on it is that it all comes down to relationship. So there'll be people in your life who you know you can trust, that are there for genuine reasons, that you do trust their word. They've no ulterior motive. And for some, you know, we have people in spiritual authority and responsibility over us. They're the people to have these conversations with. And maybe it's not about asking a direct question. It's just about opening up the conversation for all of us to say, well, what is the voice? What is it other people speak about me? Because when I asked, you know, these friends what they thought of me, there were some common themes. And there was some stuff that did not come up, like, my sense of humor did not come up once. My athleticism did not come up once. My uh, technological abilities did not come up at all. And that's okay, I'm okay with that. Um, it's long been established that I can't like throw things in a straight line. You know, the last time I was up here, I threw sweets and now I've been told I can't throw, so that's why you just have to come up, boys and girls. Um, that's okay, because there's other people in the church who actually do have athletic ability and they use that for the kingdom. And that's okay, because that's in their circle. Do you get where I'm going with this? Okay. So, down at the bottom, physical, mental, and emotional health and well-being. And this is where I sit on my um, high horse and say the same thing every time I get up to speak. But we are not robots. We're not machines. We are people. Um, we need care. We need attention. We need rest. We need love. We need downtime. We need these regularly. We cannot keep going on a cycle the way that a machine might. And so it may be that you do have a burden, you do have the wisdom of others speaking over you, you do have a very unique skill set, but you are burnt out. Or you're going through something in your life where you're emotionally drained, psychologically drained, financially drained. You're having a health problem, you're dealing with things in your family. That means that this circle isn't there, it's not coming up to overlap, so therefore maybe the time isn't now, isn't that you should be using your talents right now. And that's a hard one to see in ourselves. Sometimes other people can see burnout, they can see tiredness easier than we can. And, but I think it's very important for us to be really honest with ourselves about what, what our capacity is. So if you're sitting here this morning saying, but my capacity, my physical strength, emotionally, spiritually, I'm really empty, that's okay. We're not going to say, right, we want everyone to use their gifts and talents this week and we're going to advance the kingdom in a big, spectacular way. Maybe you restoring yourself might be what needs done. Um, so like we joked with Neil before the service that, you know, there's been quite a few weeks now he's a guest speaking and, you know, he's had quite a, a few weeks and he's going to have a month of not preparing. But as I pointed out, that's really important for him because if he's responsible for the majority of our teaching on a Sunday and he does it every single week, then there's no gap for restoration there. There's no restorative work being done. So he will burn out eventually, and then that will affect the well-being of the church. So despite the fact that his gifts and talents are teaching, 
and he has all of these, we have to say, well, the bottom one, we need you to rest. We need you to have some time off. We need you to absorb the teaching. Do you all agree? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, we're going to have another sermon on kind words. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to book me in again in two weeks' time, Neil. Okay. We don't need a break from you at all, but we need you to have all four circles. And the same with all of us. So it may be that your gifts are different to Neil's and mine and Andrew's and Jackie's and everybody's, but you can all find where you fit in this. So in the middle, the very middle point where it overlaps, that's the spiritual ikigai. So where all the gifts, talents, burdens, all align, we're in a good place, that's where then we can name, accept and embrace the gift because everything has lined up around us. Okay, so I brought some hula hoops to try and like show this visually. So, Carmel, can you grab a pink one for me? Peter, you gonna help? You grab a blue one. Okay, so Carmel, if you go hold yours up, so you're gonna be the top one for what burdens our hearts. Okay, and Peter, you come on over this side, and you're going to be just go in front to Carmel. So, what are you gonna be? You're gonna be the words, voices of wisdom. Okay, let's see. Dasha, do you want to come up and help me? Do you want to hold one? Come on ahead. Good girl. You grab a pink hula hoop there. Good girl. And you come round this side. Good girl. So Carmel, you're the top. You're the side, right? Good girl. You hold yours there. And so we need a boy to do that. You want to do one? Plenty of volunteers, okay, so you're down the bottom here, so you crouch down, okay? Thank you, Neville. Okay, so well, we've got a problem here. We need to get them all aligned, so can you stay up? Move these two up. Carmel, you move yours down. Right, this spot in here. Do we all see that? Right, everyone drop your hip. There you go. You see that? Don't make us do it again. <laughs> Did you get it? Right, you'll take your hula hoops. You can keep your hula hoop for being a good helper and grab a sweet from the bag, okay? Yes, even you. Here, Dash, you grab a sweet and you can keep your hula hoop. See, it pays to volunteer. Don't you regret not volunteering now, Neville? Thank you so much. You're welcome. You want a sweetie for helping me? Hmm? No, you can keep your hula hoop. If you held it up here, you get to keep it. You have a seat. Okay. So, boys and girls, who can remember the three things that I said we were going to do with our gifts and talents? That's the theme for the midweek. That's great. He's had like a, like a lot already. Emma. Name. Yeah, okay, you come on and have, have a speak. That's a really good, um, really good insight. Thank you. The lights are kind of blind to me, boys and girls, so just tell me. Oh, Atos. I can't see you with a pillar. What were the three words? There were name... 
Yes, that's the theme. Yeah, absolutely. You grab a sweet for that. Any of the adults want a wee cream egg? If we're going to name... Have you, you've already answered something, either of you? Yeah, Jackie, well done. We're going to accept. Accept and embrace, yeah. The fact you're also reluctant is like unconscious processes because you all don't want to embrace your gifts. <laughs> so name, accept, and embrace our gifts. That's what we're aiming for. So if this model can help you to get into that spiritual ikigai, then we, if we name, accept, and embrace, it's a pretty straightforward route then of how we use our gifts and talents in the service of the kingdom. I really hope that that is helpful. It helped me preparing it, so thank you very much for giving me the space to talk it out with you this morning. Um, Dave, are you going to come do another song before we finish?